Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to Sacred and Rooted Podcast. This is Lisa Nickel, your host. This episode is all about three ways to stop taking on other people's problems as though they are your own. Um, sounds simple enough. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to acknowledge that, you know, we have a lot on our plates. You know, I just spent the previous episode talking about how we each need to make time for our dreams. And so this episode is my offering, you know, one way that we can kind of take back some of our time uh, and to make more room for your, your life, your dreams, and to stop taking on extra, extra assignments, if you want to call them that. Uh, you know, sometimes we can overstep and it comes, we come by it honestly, you know, we want to help, we want to make sure everyone's having a nice time and sometimes that can get over, you know, over the line, maybe a bit controlling, maybe a bit, um, I don't know what the other word would be that I'm looking for, but like kind of contrived a little bit. Uh, we just want everyone to be happy, and so we feel like we should be the architect of that happiness, and that's where we sort of get a little, we've crossed the line there, <laughs> uh, because we are not the create. you know, we are not, we don't know what everybody needs all the time, and we are not, you know, wiser or better than anyone else. And we certainly aren't anyone else's experts on their own lives. And so we have to sort of step back a bit. And um, sometimes people need to struggle a little bit to get their own insights. And sometimes they have a journey that they need to take that isn't for you to control. And so we should just, you know, let me level with you and just say that we need to put down the hat of like the problem solver extraordinaire, like anyone who comes to you, don't worry, I got an answer for that. Here it is, do this. Um, we need to give people a little more space and let them um, realize their own inner wisdom. And so I have three ways here to stop taking on other people's problems as though they're your own. And Hopefully, you know, one or two of them will kind of spark some resonance within you and you can see where you may be, you know, where you could lean back a little bit and then maybe find time for your own things that you're kind of craving that you'd love to do, but you have so many people almost like codependent on you to solve or, you know, as a crutch to like help them through something and really they need... They don't need your um, over over helpfulness. Let's call it that. Uh, okay, so way number one or fact number one. Uh, in my life coach training, there was a principle that runs through everything in all the trainings. And it's this. Everyone is creative, resourceful, and whole. And so... It's basically acknowledging the fact that when people given 
an opportunity, you know, they can come up with a genius idea on what to do next with their life or how to go about solving a problem. Um, but given the opportunity, so that's where this whole like perspective change shift needs to happen, uh, where we can be there for someone, hear them, listen to them, but like really respond to them in a way that like fosters their own inner research and resourcefulness and wisdom and not just like, oh, this is what I would do. Here you go. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, we want people to become able to solve their own problems. And so with kids and even adults, like we we can ask really great questions, open-ended questions that make them kind of think about something differently um, or more deeper. Um, but we're not just, here's the solution to your problem. Try it. Because that's what I think you should do, basically. And so this is like sort of a foundational principle that when you, you know, have it, seeped and marinated into your system and you embody it then you will notice that you're stepping back from um being like so quick with solutions for people and i am like the first one to acknowledge that i am you know i used i am a problem solver i mean i'm a structural engineer so that's there's a lot of problem solving that goes on there uh but I'm also a mom and I understand that my kids are, you know, they'll take the solution that you give them and try it out because they, you know, they have a certain amount of respect and appreciation that they don't know the answer and here you have an answer. So maybe that is the answer. Um, but it's really, there's a lot more magic to it when you just let them talk it all the way through and ask the questions open-ended questions to just get them thinking a little more through the process and then they will have an answer that comes out in the end of what to do next and that is far more kind of empowering like the energy that um, is embodied when somebody comes up with their own solution is worth holding your tongue over every time because <laughs> I do still hold my tongue because uh, I, it's just, yeah, I do make, I don't know, I think I just have an ability to make quick decisions, and so, and to see some situations clearer than others, just, I mean, that's just based on life experience. So, yeah, so people, you know, sit back, hold your tongue, ask good questions like how questions so it's not like a yes or no answer it's like they have to kind of think about it they have to turn the problem around a few different ways and see what sits best with them um and every single time i do this like i said it the solutions are never actually the solution that i would have given in the first place um they are some sort of hybrid of something I would say, something they've taken into some consideration, something that I didn't even know 
about because they are the experts of their life and whatever their situation is they've been in it since the start and so they have all of the information about the problem or the situation that they're trying to they're sort of struggling with to figure out what to do with uh and so that actually seeing that over and over again inspires me to hold my tongue over and over again because I am not the expert of anyone else's life but my own and so and the soul and the the lightness that people feel when it's like ha huh, okay this is what I'm gonna do next and they've come up with it and they've thought about it and it's like their own tailored solution it's awesome and empowering and they know from that process that they can do it again and again and again and so they've now got the confidence to go and not feel like they have a problem and like oh my god I can't figure it out it's like too this is so much I can't figure it out I don't know what to do they have just the the wisdom now to know okay I'll sit with this, I'll think about it, I'll ask some people maybe a couple things so I can get some different questions posed to me so that there's different perspectives given to it. But in the end, it's their it's their solution. They get to kind of meditate on it and like figure out that they like it or whatever the next step is that they are that it resonates with them. And so that is number 1 to just fully completely understand and embody and acknowledge mind body and soul that everybody is their own best expert and we are here to help people of course um but we want to empower them we don't want to just like slam an answer on top of their heads and say all right next <laughs> that's good all right and so the second point is you know, is that, of course, we can still empathize and we can be there, you know, you can be there for your person, whoever it is that's coming to you. Women are extremely loving people and we want to help. We want to help more than probably is good for ourselves, but that's just our natural way of being. Um, but once you embody the first point, then it's easier to sort of empathize and be there for your person without really getting tied up in them, you know, without becoming like intermixing yourself within the whole situation. Uh, the only thing to do is to be like capital B E with your person who's come to you to listen without offering opinion just listen and i swear to god you leave space like just let sentences drift off let there be silence between conversational bits like the more space that you leave between um something somebody says and a response maybe that you want to give there'll be more that comes out of them and it may not have come out of them if you just jumped right back in and, and immediately responded with something. Um, to just really allow 
the space, literal space, um, between thoughts that this person is having so that they can then have a secondary thought on something maybe they are shy to say, but they, and they wouldn't say it if, you know, there was an immediate response to something they said earlier, but if you just let the sentence hang in silence, they keep talking. And that's where the juiciest parts come, I think, I find. Um, and so just listen. Without offering an opinion, it can just be like, you know, mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to say. You know, tell me more. Um, how did you? F how did that make you feel? Um, just like leading questions that gets them into a deeper state of exploration of themselves. And you know, you can even be upfront with somebody and say, you know. You can tell they've started talking and, you know, they're kind of expressive with whatever the situation is. Um, you know, you can just say, okay, so just, just to be, you know, just before we get into it, like, are you looking for solutions or are you looking to just, you know, to be listening? You, you just want an ear and they can decide right then and there. And then, you know what you're doing, whether you're just sitting back and asking some deeper questions or, or if they want to brainstorm solutions and they really are looking to you to like share something that you, you know, maybe they know that you've been through a similar situation. And so they're like, no, seriously, I want to know what happened. <laughs> I want to know how you figured it out. Um, but to be upfront with it. So, you know, this happens all the time in my relationship, especially uh, with my partner, because we are both problem solvers. And so it goes both ways. And um, where, you know, somebody's just complaining about something at work or a situation that happened during the day. And it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you could do this or you could do that. And it, it just kind of puts a damper on the whole thing. Because a lot of times, especially from my end, at least, like, I'm not looking for solutions because all I know that all I can find my own solutions. I have no problem with that. <laughs> um, but I do like to just talk about it and share it. And so it's not just sitting in my head going around and around. And, but it's almost like I, I want the deeper questions asked. I don't want just the like, oh, well, like that guy's an asshole or, I can't believe that happened to you. Like, wow, that's shitty. It's just, I just, I just want an ear. I don't want all the opinions and the judgments and the, like, do you just do this? Or why did you let, you know, whatever. And so when that happens to me, then I'm always like, okay, I definitely need to double and triple check myself and make sure that I am not doing it to other people. Cause I, it does, it's extremely not, what I'm looking for usually. Um, and so that's number two. Um, it's just super, super frankly, you know, when someone comes to you, are you looking for to brainstorm solutions? Or are you looking for an ear? They can decide and then there you go. Oh, you're away to the races. And as a parent, especially, this can be tricky if you're if you see that your child is kind of 
they're gonna try maybe a solution that you wouldn't have thought was such a hot idea. <laughs> and sometimes you can express your, you know, your wisdom to them and they may not want to take it and that is their own prerogative. Uh, and obviously unless it's life or death or some kind of health thing where you're like, holy shit, this is not going to be good. But if it's just like how to deal with, you know, a friend, an argument with a friend or how to like deal with a teacher or something else, like let them try it out and it's not the end of the world, whatever happens, right? And so just, it's all information for them to use at a later date. And so part of it is some, you know, like not everything can be learned from somebody else's experience, you know, sometimes it needs to be, you got to try something yourself and then see, oh yeah, that didn't really land well at all. So I'm not going to probably try that one again or do that again. Um, but, but yes, for us, we're trying to empower the person, whoever's coming to us, we want their highest good. We want, you know, we all want the best for people and we just have to come to the humble fact that we do not know what is the best for everyone in every situation. And so to be open to their own exploration and their own um, discoveries. And so that's number two. And the third way to really, you know, to really just stop taking other people's problems on as your own is to just be, you know, you do you, as they say, and you bring your soul into your life and you're enjoying life and you're loving your stuff and you're you know, you're open to opportunities and you're just like enjoying your days. And people will gravitate towards that. And they won't know probably what you're doing differently or what, why they're gravitating to you. Maybe they just might be like, you know, you have like, you seem like you're really enjoying yourself or you seem happier or you seem like different somehow in a good way, kind of something like that. And it's because their soul wants, is looking for that energy. And, and it's like they're, you're vibrating at a level they want to vibrate at. And so they're attracted. Uh, and this literally is the best chance you have of changing people's, you know, changing the way people do things in their own life. And so instead of sort of um, it's far more subtle and you maybe probably need some patience, but uh, it's really a way more effective way of um, impacting change in other people than if you were just going to sit there and say, listen, I need you to do this and I need you to do that and I don't want you to do this anymore. And, da, 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 da. <laughs> and so if you're just doing your thing and you're like, okay, this is what I want to do with my life and I'm going to, you know focus on these things and just like do my bring it all to my little area of the world and not just be focused on like this person doesn't do it like that and that person doesn't do it like this and wah, wah, wah. um this is the best chance you have of of like inspiring change in somebody instead of like demanding it because nobody really likes to be 
demanded to do things. And it certainly feels shitty when, you know, you're bringing stuff to somebody and it's just like, you never, you always blah, blah, blah. Like that kind of thing is not really going to get much of a rise out of anybody. Um, and so you want to inspire people to do something differently. And so if you're speaking even about you can you can literally be doing something and be like, you know, this has worked really, this is amazing. Like, I just found this new thing out, no, no, no. Maybe they're just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but then they notice over the weeks, over the months, that you, like, yeah, they like what you have going on. And it is different than the way you were before. And it's, they like the change. And so now, like, what are you doing? What What exactly were you doing differently again? And they'll take it in, like, what's meant for them, they'll take it in, and then maybe they will be inspired to change as well. And so this is far more efficient as far as the time you have and the time you want to spend just, like, harping on people and instead focusing on yourself and, like, how you can kind of be the model and modeling whatever behaviors and however you want to live or and that kind of thing like how you want to be if you're modeling the behavior that you're looking for in other people then that will actually could inspire other people it's not guaranteed but it is certainly far better and more effective at change than yeah just sitting down and you know I guess we used to say out East Coast, like, ragging on people. I don't know. That was a high school word. It was a terrible word, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm glad I don't continue to say it. But for some reason, that popped into my head right now. Because <laughs> it's just, like, nagging. Like, just the nagging part. Like, even whether you're a mom, whether you're, you've got whatever relationships you're in, like, it's just, you don't want to be the one that's just always, like, you know, I think this should be done like this. Because it's, like, really... You're not the, like I've said before, nobody's the genius of anybody else. Um, but certainly I've had friends, I've had um, coworkers that, you know, in different aspects of my life, different times of my life where it's like, what are you doing differently? Because it looks like you're just shining different or you're just, it seems to totally different. And then they'll, you know, they'll smile and they'll be like, well, you know, it's either who knows what it can be anything from like a health food thing or more different exercise or some kind of book they read like it could be anything but it's fascinating to see what what puts all the pieces together for people to make a change I think that's absolutely fascinating so and this third point is something that you don't have to spend any time doing anything for anybody else you are just spending time doing something for you you're watering your own garden you are giving from your own wellspring like there it's a win-win because you get time to do your thing and then people notice like wow because imagine you know I always think about this in respect to my kids mostly but you know if I think back like the past month say or the past year or whatever it is you know, how would I, how do I think my kids view me? And who knows, because I've never actually asked them directly. Uh, but, like, would I think that they think that I'm having a great time? Or would they think, like, how do I think my 
personality, my attitude around everything has been. And so if you are just in your, you know, your, you know, doing whatever your soul is craving to do, it's going to make you happier, you're going to smile more, you're going to feel more like, wow, this is actually way more fun than, you know, just going to work, making dinner, going to bed again and again and again, and then driving everybody around all evening and whatever. So you've got to put some, you know, you've got to water your own garden. It's spring here, so I, I'm doing a lot of gardening. <laughs> So here come the garden references. Uh, but but just like you got to give yourself, put, pour some magic on yourself every like little bits during the day or like in the morning before you really start the day, just so that you feel like, okay, like I've got, I've got my own thing kind of, I've got some time for my own thing and now I have time to do whatever the responsibilities are, whatever other people need me to do. Uh, and that will inspire others and because your kids especially if not your co-workers everyone you're around like they're we co-regulate people with our energies and so you want to be mindful of the energy that you're giving off and what and how that is kind of interwoven with other people's energies and moods and so we can be the leaders in that and and that would be that'll be wonderful so overall just to summarize let's say uh the three ways to stop taking on other people's problems as though they're your own number one just to really really marinate in the fact that everyone is their own best expert Everyone is creative, resourceful, and whole. Um, and to deeply, deeply trust that and know that and embody that. And, and then from there, when people come to you with problems or things that they need you to give advice on, you come at it from a different perspective because you're not thinking oh, wow, that is a really, that's a pretty big problem. Like, holy shit, that sucks. Like, I don't think they'll, I don't know how they're going to ever get out of that. And then you're sort of like trying to save them almost. And and nobody needs to be saved. They need to be empowered. And so number two is that we can still empathize. We can still, you know, hold space listening to people is like almost like one of the freaking most magical things you can do for somebody because we don't listen enough to people and everybody is craving to be seen and heard and to like really be accepted and so one major thing you can do that, that is like so healing in its own way is to just literally listen not judge not snap to a solution with them just brain do you need you know ask them up front do you need are you looking for brainstorming ideas to solutions to this or are you do you just want an ear and like nine times out of ten they just want an ear um but to really like i said before like leave the space between sentences don't feel uncomfortable with silence like the silence is where the magic is in meditation and in conversation 
<laughs> it's literally where the magic is. And so don't, yeah, like allow that silence, allow the time for, you know, them to be getting a download or getting an intuitive hit where it's like, oh yeah, I think maybe I could try this. And, and if we're just constantly barraged with words where like we can't hear our own wisdom as clearly and last but not least number three just do your own thing like you be you bring you model what you would like to see others doing being like like you just want to be yourself and so and by doing that and bringing your own juice to everything you're inspiring others to do that too and not to do it your way but to do it their way and but the whole like you know end result would be that everyone is just being authentically themselves having a nice time they're happier so nobody you know everybody happier people are just happier people they're not as shitty to other people and they're not as um they feel they're open to opportunity so that it's like easier to find really creative solutions to things when you're like okay I know we can do this there's something out here that we just haven't thought of yet you know and so all that is just so much positive influence in the world which is totally what we need now and forever and so overall this should all be great news um, because you don't have to spend as much time as you probably have been, you know, holding everyone's hands and making sure like they don't get too, you know, upset about something or, you know, like trying to protect them, which of course, like it comes from a good spot, but it, it's a little bit, it's not empowering. It's disempowering when it's like, oh, don't worry, I'll protect you, I'll solve all your problems, and then you can go out into the world and hopefully you don't get hurt again. But like everyone who's here on the planet, like being a human hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It's a rough, it's rough. And and so really empowering people to be able to make it through things and to problem solve and to, you know, know that their own inner wisdom is like is the best source of solutions for them is going to make their life a lot easier in the long run because they're no longer going to be you know looking for outside solutions and external solutions and that is awesome because external solutions don't really don't really take you too far um in the long run you, you like your your true north needs to be within and not without and that is the bottom line and when that is something that you model for people that'll be so that'll be so appreciated and it'll they can then take it out and it'll spread and it'll just be an endless web of amazingness and you will have more time for your own hopes and dreams and anything that you desire and so that is sustainable and 100% win-win for both people. Anyway, I wish you a beautiful day. Be sure to hit subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode and share with someone that you think may appreciate it. And 
thanks for listening again um i appreciate the time i hope that you have a great day and i will see you next time take care